Ladies, gentlemen, Thermians, and fellow Questarians, welcome to the only podcast celebrating the 1999 epic space adventure comedy, Galaxy Quest. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. And I'm RJ. And we are three grown-ass men just talking about Galaxy Quest. In today's episode, we're catching up on all the latest Galaxy Quest news and previewing the brand new Galaxy Quest documentary, Never Surrender. You're listening to By Grabthar's Hammer, What a Podcast. You ready, boys? Never Never give up. up. Never Never surrender. surrender. By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. And we're back. And we're back. We pulled through and brought it back together. It's been exactly, well, I can't Seven do years. <laughs> it's been since 1999. Our last episode was in February. What's new? Well, you guys live somewhere else now, so this might sound a little different. That's true. That's true. This is our first attempt at doing the long distance recording of the podcast. Long distance relationship. It's right. Coast to... Third coast. Coast to third coast. RJ, you're holding down the fort back in Chicago where the, where the podcast was founded. Meanwhile, Austin and I have relocated to the city of Galaxy Quest. We're just trying to get a little closer to Tim Allen out here. We moved out here Los to Los Angeles. Los Angeles, just driving around. We just thought we'd uh, have a better odds of running into the cast of Galaxy Quest if we just moved to the city it was filmed in. And so far, it has not worked. No sightings. No, not yet, but it's okay. I'm still here in Chicago guarding uh, the multiple storage units we have full of Galaxy Quest DVD Blu-rays <laughs> and paraphernalia. Someone's got to run security on Nobody that. Nobody else wanted them. No one else so wanted them. So we're going to hold on to them. So for those of you tuning in for the very first time, welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of By Grabthar's Hammer, What a Podcast. As far as we know, it's still the only podcast dedicated specifically to Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I haven't looked to make sure, but I'm pretty sure we are the only one. <laughs> I don't think we you need to do many. like four years ago when we started doing this, and there wasn't anybody except one podcast that just talks about other movies. They just took the name. So... This is it, guys. You found For those it. of you that are diehard fans and have tuned into every episode, thank you for being patient with us as we took our sweet time making a yeah, relocation. Sorry. I feel like we owe you an apology. Uh, I've had a couple people ask me if we're doing more of these. So this is for you guys who actually care. That's right. They, they, they asked if uh, any new developments with the Galaxy Quest TV show. Let me tell you. The answer is no. Big old no. Not since 2018. Not since 2018 have we heard anything about the production of the Galaxy Quest TV show. Still tentatively scheduled to be on Amazon, uh, Amazon TV. The last, and I guess we'll just yeah. read the same article from a year ago. Uh, Paul Shear, the showrunner yeah. and writer, said it's still in a hold pattern. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Anything's going to go for it. Amazon... TV or TV on Amazon has picked up in the past year. They've had even more successful TV shows. So which to me means bigger budgets, more money to spend on new shows. So maybe that gives us hope for Galaxy Quest. That's right. Wild speculation, but I'm going to agree with Austin on that one. Another uh, factor, you know, you've got streaming services popping up left and right. Disney Plus just launched last week. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to, Amazon's going to need some content to compete. Yeah, man. Even, Even CBS All Access has a new show coming out like 2020 for star trek that's all about 
the the underlings like the red shirts it's it's like below decks it's called it's about it's a below decks below decks <laughs> below decks that's a good below, name below decks below decks below decks or like the lower levels or something and it's just like a comedy series about star trek it's oh, animated cool. which is galaxy but, quest but it's like official star trek canon shit or just you know a fun they're letting people be funny now and cbs um, also has the picard series right they have Picard and they have Discovery. So they're like, they're expanding their Star Trek world, which is kind of interesting. So we'll see if, uh, you know, Amazon's been hitting home runs with some of their TV shows. Like The Boys was just a huge hit. So maybe they're able to take a few more risks. Full disclosure for those listening, uh, another primary reason that we've decided to start back up the podcast is because I neglected to cancel our automatic renewal on our domain hosting for the podcast. That was my fault. I uh, And to be clear, Alex, this is the how manyth time oh, you've done this? The reason this podcast has gone on for four years is because I keep forgetting to end our subscription to Podbean. So if you're listening, head on over to uh, bghpodcast.podbean.com. That's where you'll find all the back catalog of hot episodes just waiting for your ears. I would like to know how many podcasts are only still going because they forget to cancel the renewal so then every podcast is like shit i guess we got to do some more content you had to dig deep into the settings to get to the cancel automatic renewal feature and it was in there but it took me a little while to yeah. find they don't make it easy over there on podbean god bless them and the email opens up with congrats you have a new season of your podcast ahead of you <laughs> like ah oh, man but that's all right all right back to the books it back couldn't have been couldn't have been better timing for it to to restart. This year's celebrating the 20th anniversary of Galaxy Quest on December 25. That celebrates 20 years since the the release of Galaxy Quest. To commemorate that celebration, though, RJ is a little going away gift to Austin and myself. When I w- when we were moving out here back in um, early October, why don't you tell the people what what you got us, ladies and gentlemen. All you got to do is have a Google alert set up for Galaxy Quest and new things keep coming. We ended up with two copies of, because not only did I buy them a present, but I bought myself one, uh, a Steelbook Blu-ray of this fine, fine film called Galaxy Quest. So it is exactly what you get if you already have the Blu-ray, which you all should. Multiple copies. Uh, And I definitely do now have a few, but it's like the same behind the scenes, same everything. But it does have a beautiful steelbook cover that I love. And I actually put on a shelf in my house as like a displayed art piece now. Uh, It really ties the room together over there. It really ties the room together. And the funniest part is the front half of the cover is the normal cover of the DVD with just that steelbook uh, material. Mm -hmm. So it's shiny, but it's just the same picture. And then they have a really nice, like, never give up, never surrender with the protector flying through it on the back. But all you're paying for is, like, this new one piece of art on the back. That's gorgeous. The, the, weight, the, the way the light kind of bounces off that steel material. And it's worth it. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Pick it up. It's available at Best Buy only. Uh, and it came out, like, two months ago. So Man, Best Buy is all about those steel books. I think I own a couple, couple Blu-ray steel books for various films. Limited edition yeah. Best Buy run. Yeah, they get a lot of exclusive steelbook runs. It's pretty yeah. crazy. I think I have a Dark Knight Rises steelbook, but that's neither here nor there. Speaking of Google alerts alerting us to the Galaxy Quest news, I do want to skip ahead to, 
to the bulk of what we had to talk about today because we're very excited about this. Google alerts have been firing off. We've had friends reaching out of the woodwork to, to ask the big question, hey, fellas, when's the podcast getting back together? Have you heard the news? It's true. A little Galaxy Quest documentary is premiering November 26th. The name of the documentary is Never Give Up, a Galaxy Quest documentary. Let's let's tell the people a little a little bit about it here. Here's the here's the brief synopsis from Fathom Events. By all accounts, it was a movie that beat all odds, surviving a set fire, the loss of a powerful director, and a studio that didn't understand what it had. Galaxy Quest turned into a pop culture phenomenon that would never give up, never surrender. As the cult classic nears its 20th anniversary, premiering on December 25, 1999, Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary, explores how the science fiction comedy became an enduring fan favorite, a movie that helped launch the sci-fi and fantasy-driven movie and TV industry that dominates global entertainment today. Featuring a special video introduction and the premiere of the Galaxy Quest Honest Trailer, by the Screen Junkies team. <laughs> guys, All right. I was say, early, guys. When I read that portion, because like, no, I've I've watched plenty of honest trailers, and it's a total just yeah. kind of YouTube rabbit hole gimmick. Yeah, they're fun. And they're, I like them. They're fun, but if this if they're using that as like a big advertising point for this documentary, it's like I think they could have done a little bit better than that. <laughs> like I thought it was going to be with a special introduction from Tim Allen, but it, instead it's the premiere of a YouTube video. Well, I think uh, I have a hunch the well, documentary is going to video introduction probably has some cameos in it or Gosh, I doubt it's I just like so. their video team. But Maybe. it could be because a lot <laughs> yeah. of their they also do commentaries on their honest I trailers. Know, so do, it's yeah. like you're, you are I'm correct. The, the honest trailer is not the selling point of the documentary for me, but hey, you know, it's a nice little bonus. This, this feels like Fathom Marketing like needed something. Like they just didn't have enough to write. Like, yeah. What else? What else can you do? Like, oh, we got to We're doing a honest trailer with it. Oh, okay, we're writing about that. It should have been like a bag of free popcorn if you if you're there. Like, go to the concession stand. We got some popcorn for you. Free, for just buy, free yeah, tickets. Just, just yeah, just, it's a free screening. It's With a free. free screening. One night only. Oh, man. So, I'm stoked to go see this. Oh, I'm stoked way. as well. I do want to unpack that synopsis a little bit now that I'm looking back over it. By all okay, accounts, the very first thing, it, it was a movie that beat all the odds. Surviving a set fire. Now, we've done... Four years of research on this movie. Diligent research. Diligent research. I would say we are the foremost experts on Galaxy Quest trivia, and I've never once come across the set fire scenario. Does, do we know I what don't that's know about about? the set fire. Well, hey, man, that's why I'm so excited to see this movie. I want to learn something. You're right. Finally. My guess would be that's the only new bit of information they were able to dig up for the documentary, so that's it's why that's like, the synopsis. Yeah, it's probably just like one story that we yeah. haven't heard. It's going to be, it'll be like some, a cast that they're going to interview. A cast member will tell a story about a little like trash can fire. <laughs> and then that's going to be the centerpiece of no, the advertising. I would love it if it, I'd love it if it's like a, um, half the fucking ship set burned down and we had to <laughs> yeah, fix it rebuild halfway yeah. through the shoot. Now the, cool. the second point they bring up there underneath the tragedies that surrounded the film was the loss of a powerful director, but, a. A bit of a little pop quiz for you. Do you recall who the original director was signed on to Galaxy Quest? Stanley Kubrick. Oh, my God. That's correct. It was Stanley Kubrick. I remember, I remember this. Uh, this to- We talked about this we a long time ago. We did talk about ago. this. This has been four years ago we discussed this in our one of our very first episodes. There was a big-name director 
signed on to this, who backed out <laughs> soon before it. production because he was fighting for the cast. He wanted to cast in the role of Tim Allen, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Who was that director that oh, was fighting was for it, him? Um, no, fuck. I'm, that's not it. Austin, you have an idea? Nope. Uh, it's a writer, a writer and a star of Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis was the original That's director. Right. And once Tim Allen came aboard, Harold Ramis departed the project. He was did not want to work with Tim Allen. And then later on, Man. after seeing the finished product, Harold Ramis did say that Tim Allen impressed him and did a did a fantastic job in the movie. I was like, I, the very first. Well, I, we kind of skipped over. It did beat all the odds because that movie made double its budget and like it's advertising is notoriously bad like nobody knows about it it's like it totally beat all the odds but the uh what's what's the next sentence uh, the here? synopsis there also says it was a movie that helped launch the sci-fi and fantasy driven movie and tv industry that dominates global entertainment today now we can't argue with that i have a hunch the documentary is going to go into great detail about how galaxy quest was a little bit ahead of the game as far as celebrating nerd culture yeah for sure in its entirety and as we all know 20 years later the biggest movies on earth are comic book movies and the industry is beholden to the fans more than they ever have been Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, did you guys see the new sonic the hedgehog trailer oh boy did i trailer two <laughs> you know what the i'd like to say, i'd like to say they improved it but they didn't <laughs> it looks they, i mean he's, he's a cartoon movie. now yeah. yeah the movie was never going to be good but now it looks like a cartoon creature instead of like this weird gross humanoid yeah, that's Sonic. why i think i was more into the original design because at least i would have been entertained by this gross little sonic humanoid right. man similar running around the, similar to the trailer for cats where yeah. there are these mutant but, yeah man they look crazy don't even get me started on cats but the fans like reached out and were like hey this sucks and they were like oh crap if we put this movie out it's not gonna do well i don't think it's gonna do well anyway but it's such a crazy thing that like when you talk about this movie where the fans are just these kids at home who have to like save the universe, they definitely were a big part of that. The, the whole helped launch the sci-fi and fantasy driven movie and TV industry. I don't know. About it might that. be a bit of a stretch. I don't it's know how important Trek, Quest was. You know, like it was really well done and people do respect it, especially like, you know, Paul Shear, current creator and comedian. I don't know that it like shaped the future. It was just really more than like the Matrix did that year. Yeah, Galaxy Quest really shook up the the movie making yeah. world. No, it was fun and it's good, and that's why we're talking about it. Twenty and years then later, they got a special video introduction. There's got to be some cool shit in that, or like why even talk? Why even have it? And the premiere of the Honest Trailer. That I'm interested to see because the Honest Trailers, when they're at their best, are making fun of movies. Yeah. Because there's not really much to make fun of. The movie is already so self-aware. That yeah, I don't so I'm see really interested would, to see what they're going to do there. Yeah, yeah, how you would make a parody trailer of the film. Well, either way, aside from that synopsis, there's not a lot of other details about this Fathom event documentary screening of Never Surrender. So we'll just have to wait and see. And uh, fans, don't worry. We'll report back soon with our findings after seeing the, the movie next week. Fans, go get your tickets, man. We'll if you're listening to together. this, November 26th, go pay your fucking $18. I looked it up. It's $18. $18? Oh, for me, for me after tax, and like if I ordered through the theater app, 
which has a convenience fee, it's like 18. Oh man. That's dirt cheap for this experience. Los Angeles price is going to be even more. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, you guys are screwed. (laughs) Oh man, I'm going to be paying 25 bucks to learn a bunch of facts I already know. I'll be there. (laughs) I'll be there with bells on. Well, mainly I'm just really curious to know who else in the theater is going to be there. Like, you know, in Chicago too, like I I actually do think in Los Angeles because it's, you know, there's a, it's a movie city. I think there'll For be sure. a decent crowd. But and and I'm, I'm pretty sure the um, Screen Junkies and everything is probably based out there, too. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm more just curious, like, the type of people that will be there. Well, uh, you know, like us. Yeah, like us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's going to have to be some pretty hardcore film nerds to know even know about it let alone want to go to it so i'm pretty excited yeah, to see clientele. 20 bucks you know what we should do uh we should hand out some some stickers oh, or we like should take some stickers with some us swag? yeah we, bring should get, we should bring some swag i actually we're completely out of swag because the last time we did that we just gave everything away for free without charging we anything well we you're did. trying we, to we charge for that <laughs> oh we give away koozies we went in the hole on that one and still haven't recovered We'll, we'll wrangle up some more swag. I've got some used ones I can bring out. Every auto renew we get from Podbean is going in the hole a little bit farther <laughs> every year. <laughs> but you know what? That's not why we do it. That's not why we do it. What are we expecting to see from the documentary? Aside from the, the general facts that I feel like we all are pretty well aware of and as well as some, you know, the information we found on the Blu-ray disc and the steel book. Is there anything new uh, that you're expecting to learn? <laughs> I think I'm expecting that there will be new stuff because they're just actually spending time interviewing people. Like you can already see in the trailers, they have the cast, they have fans. Like there's going to be a little more content than you'd normally get from like these Galaxy Quest 20 years ago oral history things where they try to get like two stories in real fast and like have a lot of people talk. So I'm really expecting a bit of a better interview about this movie specifically from the people who were involved. So I'm really kind of interested in the, the, the cast members interviews and like all the creators or I didn't even look to see who's all in it uh, as an interviewee because I really want to be surprised at like, wow, they really got everybody. I respect that you're avoiding all spoilers for the galaxy quest documentary. I've been avoiding spoilers for the new star Wars. You're, you're going all in on the galaxy quest documentary. I, I've been spoiling the behind the scenes of this movie for four or five I years. Say, I don't think there's anything <laughs> from the trailer or news about it that we wouldn't already especially no, know. I, there's nothing to look up. Any I've seen all the spoilers for this movie. This it's I'm excited to see the rest of the movie. I personally have not watched any of the trailers. Again, not because not that I was worried I'd spoil anything. I was just wanting to go in to see be surprised by even the vibe and the type of interview setups that they have going on for the documentary. Cause it, for you know, sure. Cause I'm more anxious to see if they're going to go with a really upbeat cheesy vibe of like building it up as this. Yeah. Like starting the kind of the geek cult culture again or if they'll you know i don't know reveal something new that's maybe some drama behind the scenes mm-hmm. i don't know that'd mm-hmm. be my hope but probably not i'm interested to see how they string it together like i expect it's gonna look the look of it may be a little frantic based on like getting all those setups for these interviews you know they did anything possible to get like a tim oh, allen sure. sigourney weaver interview so they're gonna shoot him all over the place yeah and i mean <laughs> you don't think the whole cast got together in one room to reminisce, I, I would. What if that's the special video? <laughs> yeah, they're all intro. together. Like, they're that, all that would together. Be I mean, you you don't throw that in the intro. That's the finale for sure. Do you guys do you guys think this documentary has any power 
to incite interest in a TV series. If this documentary is a smash hit at the box office, that might be the the fire that Amazon needs to get that TV show back on track. Can you have a eighteen bucks a ticket, man? I was gonna say, can you have a smash hit from a one night only screen? I'm not sure. I don't. You know, they could very well be using this documentary to gauge screening in the interest of Galaxy Quest once again to see, you know, what the potential is for a revival. What kind of audience? This is, for this, it. this is cool too because uh, fandom and screen junkies are like the the people who made it, and this is their first. To my knowledge, I try. I was reading about them today, and they have a bunch of YouTube channels and shows they run. But this is their first like film screen junkies. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see, really interested to see who's going to be there, and like, are they going to make money on this thing? And are they going to make more movies? Is this like their resume? Because mm-hmm. their whole brand is fandom. Yeah, you know, it's the name of it, and it's what all the content is. It's like here's an honest trailer for all of the animated X Men show because we're all nerds. Yeah. So it's it's really good stuff, and I'm interested to see if this is like their, all right, we're going to try to do a movie and see if we keep doing this. Yeah, these. this could very well be the start of a series of documentaries from Screen Junkies, and it's cool that they picked Galaxy Quest to kick it off. You know, one thing that I am looking forward to about the documentary is I hope they touch a little bit. I was already thinking about this before I came across a, an article kind of touching on the same thing. I was hoping they were going to discuss a little bit about the transition or the the transformation of the film during its production because originally the script was an R-rated film an R-rated action comedy which you can mm-hmm. still see in the in the final cut there's clearly very visible overdubs and I'm hoping they touch on that in a little bit in the documentary you know best case scenario I can't imagine they will since I think it'll probably be a family-friendly, G-rated documentary event, but it'd be amazing if they showed some of those original R-rated cuts where the cast was actually cussing, as the script originally said. Oh, man, that would be so sweet. And I don't know that that'll, that'll occur, but it it just it was a coincidence that I came across a, an interview recently with Rain Wilson, who played Dwight in The Office and who played um, a Thermian in Galaxy Quest. It was his debut film role, and he just recently did an interview with Screen Rant, and they asked him that very same question. They asked him, one thing that's become legend about this movie is that it was originally supposed to be an rated R with a lot more cursing, and there's a great little moment where you can clearly see Sigourney Weaver saying the F word, even though it's dubbed over with the word screw. And Screen Rant asked Dwight if the table read was rated R. And here's the quote from Rain Wilson. I don't remember how much cursing was in that version. I really don't remember. I didn't even know that. So that's a bad sign. He didn't know. <laughs> Is that the whole he quote? He didn't know it was supposed to be rated R. No, it's not. Oh, Sorry, no. I cut in because I'm like, what? He got, and continuing on, I didn't know it was going to be R. I do know that Tony Shalhoub's character was supposed to be a stoner. I think in earlier drafts, he was smoking big spliffs, and that's why he's so mellow and like, hey, how's it going? And his eyes are kind of half shut, and he's always hungry. He's always snacking. So I think he was a big stoner in earlier drafts. They kind of trimmed most of that out, but kept the character. So he didn't even know that it was supposed to be ours. So I've, I've always kind of felt like maybe that is more of like this galaxy quest fandom legend i think it is a definitely more legendary about this it's like uh release the snyder cut but it it you know like it doesn't exist exist. there is no snyder cut there is no r-rated galaxy quest it's just like these cool ideas that someone let slip or you know 
want that the fans want that's not really gonna we didn't get it yeah, guys that, kind, we didn't that get quote it. kind of takes the the wind out of our sails on getting excited about that r-rated cut of galaxy quest but he also had like one line in that whole movie so maybe he probably just doesn't know yeah that's true. there he was there. one there could be were, a, a clip on the cutting room floor of tony shalhoub's smoking a big old spliff with a donut in his hand mm-hmm and man, that would that would enhance the movie, in my opinion. That might be the only thing to make this movie better. Would be I, just Tony I Tony Shalhoub smoking a joint man, what throughout a, the movie. Oh yeah, hell of a film debut like, for Rain Wilson. Not not only does he have bags of snacks, but he's got a bag of blunts too. Yeah, <laughs> just rolling around in and, space. Yeah, and everybody else is I dropping lo- f bombs behind him. I lo- I was reading that article again with Rain Wilson today. He's nineteen ninety nine. Galaxy Quest came out and he had a small part in it, and Almost Famous came out and he had a small part in it. That's a killer and then he, year. And then he said he killer year, and he shot a pilot for some network. And then he said he didn't work for a year. So just take that, guys. Just because you have a killer year doesn't mean everything's That's right. Hunky dory. You got to keep working. It's true. Rain Wilson. <laughs> Rain Wilson is currently in the Star Trek show, correct? He he's a he guest stars on Star Trek Discovery as an original Star Trek series character Harry Mudd. Okay, so he's staying busy. Uh, let's catch up on the that's pretty good. Catch up on the rest of our crew. What uh, what's the rest of our our folks in Galaxy Quest been up to recently? Well, guys, I was checking into some of my old friends today. Uh, not only you two because you don't live here anymore, but the main cast, the heavy hitters from Galaxy Quest. Uh, just seeing what they're what they're working on yeah, now. What's the crew, you know, what's like the crew docu- up to? I'm sure this this documentary will probably highlight a few of these. But old Tim, Tim Allen Dick, is uh, his most recent stuff. Toy Story Four came out this the year. I look back. I've not seen it. He's been doing voiceover. I have not seen it as well. I, I haven't seen three either, which is bad, I guess. He's been doing Toy Story voice voiceover for years in like all these different Disney things. And then Last Man Standing, the sitcom that won't die, <laughs> is literally it's still ongoing. And now it's on a new network. I think it's on it Fox. It is on Fox. And season eight premieres January 2020. That is the little sitcom that could, man. It just keeps on chugging along. What about our um, lead actress, Sigourney Weaver? Uh, the most recent credits I was looking at, which I thought were cool, was that Dark Crystal show, Age of mm, Resistance. Mm. She's in. I think she's only in one episode, and I actually haven't watched the whole show. Pending things, Ghostbusters twenty twenty. She's credited really as playing as playing Dana Barrett. Back, and that's in uh, post production right now, I think. And then the rest of her I have to be is Avatars two, three, four, and for the five, next twenty years, which, are, which we've all which been like waiting for. Her. I just so I wrote out this list and just filled it out. So bear with me. But Alan Rickman has passed away. The last credit he had was from 2016, and uh, it was there was a couple movies that year, but the biggest one was Alice Through the Looking Glass, yeah. the Disney Alice in Wonderland sequel, the live action one. His last film was with uh, Helen Mirren. Eye in the Sky, yeah, about drone pilots, Eye in the I believe. Sky came out that year as well, and I think it was after Alice. And his uh, uh, it was it was a military film. His 
passing was uh, seemed to be a significant reason that the TV show got derailed initially. The Amazon show that yeah. really, uh, from from everything that we've read, the check back previous by Gravthar's Hammer episodes. Everything we've read details on the that. plan was to pick up as kind of a reboot slash sequel to the TV show with the original cast, including Alan Rickman. And his passing definitely threw a wrench in that. What about our boy uh, Tony? Tony? Yeah, Tony, big. T-Bone Shaloub is currently crushing it on The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. So they already got Tony on the payroll as Abe Weissman. He's been doing that since that show started in 2017. Sam Rockwell has been busy as a little bee, most recently with uh, Jojo Rabbit, the new Taika mm, Waititi mm. movies. Did you guys I see that yet? That yet. No, it's on my list. Same. Yep. Big time on I my list. Just I'm went, to chase it just it. went wide release this past week, I think. So I think it will be easier to find. Awesome. Uh, that looks great, and he's in it. Uh, he also has six other movies in various pre- or post-production statuses. And he's always working. Uh, Daryl Chill Mitchell is crushing the television screen right now. He's a recurring character on NCIS New Orleans, which I forgot was a show. I know that was a show. I believe that Scott Bakula as the uh, gruff CSI detective, or NCIS, that's a different thing. And um, if that is Scott Bakula, Scott Bakula was a Starship captain on a show, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was on Star Trek, Star Trek Enterprise, <laughs> the prequel show, which is not great, but okay. Uh, fucking Enrico, the best of the best, <laughs> the leader of all the Thermians. Uh, Enrico Colantoni is on the new Veronica Mars because he plays Veronica Mars's dad which they just did a new season. And then the Mr. Rogers movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks. Oh, that looks delightful. Uh, which is coming out this year. He is also in that. So go see that. That'll be a delightful show. And what about our and boy? Then the, the hero of the poster of Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary. Look it up. It's a great poster. Wait, is, he the, just, is he the biggest on it? It's... It's uh, it's the scene where Brandon is oh, holding the nice. fireworks yeah. at the, the communicator the at the yeah. end. So you see the communicator in his hand and like the ship is in the distance nice. and it's kind of really stylized. It's very cool. Uh, but Justin Long, uh, I wrote down some notable stuff. He has a new podcast with his brother called Life is Short. Uh, it's how do we make the most out of our short time here on Earth? That's what we're here to find oh. out. It's an, inter- it's, it's an interview series um, with just people he's interested in talking to about how short life is, how they maximize their life, and just how they live their lives. I sense a by Grapthar's hammer. Side quest. Life is short. Crossover. Oh, oh crossover. crossover yeah. episode? We can do that. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll shoot him a link to this. So and see if is our answer to his question, how do you make the most out of a short life, is, oh, we record a, a podcast about in, one show uh, called Galaxy Quest and tribute Long. to you. And he'll be like, that we is commit. not making the most out of a short life. It is for it's us. It's making the most out of a short movie yeah. <laughs> that we've had years of enjoys, enjoyment for. We take a time. We take time out of our busy day to enjoy the little things like Galaxy Quest. Uh, he's got a a new show that I knew nothing about that looks pretty cool, and I'm not even actually sure where it's going to be. But it's it's either coming out this year or credited as this Disney, year. It's got to be it's Disney called, Plus. It's, it could be Disney Plus. Uh, Giri Haji. Slash Haji, it's a detective from Tokyo scours London for his missing brother who's been involved with the Yakuza and accused of murder. Ooh, I wonder if it's a real life brother in the movie with him or in the show with him. I, I don't know. And he, he might be more of a supporting character because all the f- photos were of other people. Oh, okay. 
but I don't know. It looks and sounds really rad and very oh, different I, for yeah, him. Yeah, I like that. Which is exciting. I like that plot synopsis. And I just threw this on here because I just saw this at a different type of Fathom event thing. But the uh, Kevin Smith's Jay and Silent Bob reboot Roadshow, he was in the new Jay and Silent Bob movie as oh, well. Really? He he plays their lawyer and like is uh, doing a cameo as a character he played in a Kevin Smith movie, uh, Zach and Miriam Makeup. Okay. Mm. So he just did a cameo in the new Jay and Silent Bob that came out. That's cool. It would have been funny if, he'd, if he'd cameoed as uh, Tusk. <laughs> the end, the end result of Tusk. I, uh, Featuring Tusk just was, long Tusk is a walrus. That's one of those movies that I'm glad I watched, but I also am really mad at myself for watching. Well, I love it. It seems like the Galaxy Quest cast is in orbit right now, just cruising through space, crushing every star they come across. And now, hopefully, we'll see each one of them in this upcoming documentary. Never give I up. Do hope that no, it, I not, do hope that everybody makes an appearance in the documentary. It, from Again, from everything we've read, the cast has remained friendly. It seems like they all had a great time on the shoot, so I would imagine you know, there, there's only goodwill in their hearts for their experience on Galaxy Quest, so no reason why they shouldn't be in that documentary talking about it. Well, I, Dude, I, I for probably sure. think of a lot of reasons because we just <laughs> we just listed their busy schedules, so my guess would be most so, of them Sigourney will not has, be in there. But yeah, dude, Sigourney has four reasons not to be there. <laughs> yeah. it's Avatar two through five. Yeah, she's on a sound studio green screen, locked up for dude, five what years. If, what if her interviews from the set of Avatar? It's just a big green screen behind her. <laughs> it's just nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, fellas, is there anything else we want to catch up on? Um, feel like we did a great job catching the fans up on the Galaxy Quest documentary and what the crew's been up to. Yeah, we had a busy year, so you know what? This might be the the spark that lights the fire. Hit us up on all of our socials. Let us know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about. We have another year of this podcast paid for. We might as well <laughs> might make as well episodes. use it. Tell them how they can uh, find us, RJ. We're on Twitter at BGHPOD, at BGHPod. We're on Facebook slash uh, Facebook.com slash BGHPodcast. We're also on Gmail. Get us write us a letter, an electronic letter to BGH Podcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram, BGH Podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, new listeners and old friends, thank you for tuning in to By Grab Thar's Hammer What a Podcast. We're gonna take you out with our patented Galaxy Quest haiku. Take it away, RJ. Documentary. It is here for us to learn. Go see that shit, dude. <laughs> Let's go, boys. That's Never it. give up. Woo! Never surrender.